You guys tune in every single week for this live stream to learn and figure out how to market your boring business. But you ever thought, how could you be using a live stream to grow your business? Today, I'm talking with Jennifer Watson from the Weather Channel about live streaming best practices and how your boring business can use live video to amplify your reach and build trust through relatability. Stay tuned. It's time for the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast and Facebook live show. Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to have your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now, here's your host, Desiree Martinez. That's right, guys. Welcome to the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast, a Facebook live show. I am your very sick host, Desiree. Um, As most of you know, this time of year, Small children are just bringing their plagues into every corner of your existence, and so I have fallen victim. But the show must go on. I promise to be here for you guys every single week, and so here I am. I'm so pumped to actually have Jennifer on the show today. I actually met her for the very first time, and she was a guest on somebody else's podcast. It was called the Social Media Social Hour, and she was talking with the host, Tyler Anderson, about all the cool ways that they were using live streaming over at the weather channel. This was actually my first taste of live streaming and I really loved all that they could do with it. And so today's show we're going to be it's going to be great for you boring business owners and I hope that it really inspires you the way that Jen inspired me to get started with live streaming. Make sure you guys hit five right now so that you can get updates and resources to help your boring business with growth and execution and all things with digital marketing, because that's what we're here to do over here at the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast. Before we dive into the show, I want to give a shout out to today's sponsor, Ascendable. As we know, today's show is all about live streaming, and there's a lot of planning that goes into each of these shows, promotions, monitoring, answering questions before and after the show. It can be a lot to keep up with, and you really don't want to miss any valuable relationships that you could be building if you're not present before, during, and after the show. Well, let Sendable be that help for you. Sendable allows for you to bulk post all your major social networks, including Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and more. You can also monitor your social media comments and posts, schedule blogs, YouTube videos, and more. This is the official social media software of the all-in-one social media team. I have really put a lot of softwares through the ringer trying to find the best one, and I always, always come back to Sendable. They really are the best. You're going to want to grab your 30-day free trial in the description now, and make sure you also grab that content calendar as well. It's going to help you with creating fun content for the entire 2019 year. So let's dive into learning a little bit more about Jen Watson. Jen isn't Jennifer is an Emmy-winning meteorologist, speaker, podcaster, and social media specialist at the Weather Channel. She co-manages the Weather Channel's social pages, posting forecasts, breaking weather information, and more. Along with that, she works the variety of social media campaigns for the company. Recent achievements have included a successful launch of their Facebook Live strategy that was opened new avenues for fan growth, engagement, and brand awareness. Jen has been featured as the Chief Content Marketer Magazine, along with several podcasts, including the Social Media Social Hour and the Weather Brains. Just again, as one quick reminder, our sponsor for today's show is is Sendable. And make sure you guys type five now into the comment section to get updates and resources to help your boring business stand out in that cluttered newsfeed. So let's dive into the show and bring Jen on. 
Hey, Jen. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm here. I'm ready to talk <laughs> to you about this. I, so, I understand. I have a small kid too, so I get oh, it. I got two and I just, they always hit me once a year, like really bad and it's awful. I, so. I, I totally understand. A month ago, I was really sick too, but you sound great and amazing. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> so how did you get started with live streaming with the Weather Channel? I'm, I'm dying to know about like what made you think that you guys needed to do this? Well, for us, for the Weather Channel, um, obviously during big breaking weather events, um, whether it's hurricanes, severe weather, uh, winter weather, we wanted to bring people into a place where they could actually see the weather and what's going on, basically to keep them safe. So they know, okay, wow, it's really that bad. We're going to stay home, kind of to prepare them and also show them something that they otherwise wouldn't be able to see. Um, and I think that's kind of what live video is for because we each all have a unique perspective of where we live, of what's going on. And so live video allows you to experience things that you otherwise wouldn't be able to. And so for us, it's about storm coverage, making sure our viewers and our fans are prepared and you wouldn't be able to see how bad the conditions are unless you were there. And so it's kind of a window into that world. Now, the Weather Channel obviously is a is essentially a news station for cable. How have you guys used live streaming in addition to that to help with the coverage? So we use our live video streaming to help supplement our TV coverage. So our goal is always to, you know, we want people to watch TV, but we also add additional information that we wouldn't able or we are not able to have time for on the broadcast. So, and it's, it's kind of a behind the scenes. We also use it as a tool for our, our viewers and our fans to get to know our meteorologists on more of a personal level, almost to humanize our brand. And when people relate with someone and they trust someone, they're more likely to go to that person or watch the channel for that information. And so um, that's something that we really used it for. Do you find that you guys have an audience of people that like exclusively find out about weather news on Facebook Live or, or do you think that most people still are turning to the news station? I think most people still turn to the news station, um, but a lot of people also do both. And we kind of do it both ways. And we've done it during commercial breaks is kind of go to the commercial break. We'll answer some questions and then we're live on the air. So we kind of play with it back and forth, kind of not as two separate things, but we try to supplement each other. So we toss to the live and then toss back to TV, which I think is what most news stations or people in media should be using it for. Awesome. I like how you, you keep them going back and forth to each other. That's really yeah. smart and probably been really helpful with keeping people engaged in what's going on with, with, with the weather and stuff. So why should our boring business owners be live streaming? Well, I just think for me, it's, I love live video, um, everything, whether it's a Facebook live, um, Instagram live, anything like that, because it allows you to talk face to face with your consumers, your fans. And it just, it humanizes your brand rather than being like, okay, you're the weather channel or like Cisco. Um, one of my really good friends, Carmen Collins works for Cisco and started, we are Cisco, which allows basically their employees to take over that handle and do live video and just give a unique perspective of what it's like to work for Cisco and the people behind the brand. And so it allows people to relate with that brand more. And then they're more likely to purchase things from them or just, you know, use anything for them. And so I think it's just, 
you know, live video for me allows a two-way conversation, um, which I think is fantastic too, because people get to ask our on-camera meteorologist questions that they wouldn't be able to on the regular TV. Or even if, you know, um, you know, the CEO of a brand or, or people behind the scenes of a big brand, it allows people to actually just ask questions. And, and why I like it for brands, whether you're big or small, let's say you're selling something or a service, it allows you to directly ask your consumers, hey, do you like this? What didn't you like about this? Oh my God, guess what? We've got a sneak peek of a new product we're showing you and you're only going to get it here. And so it allows people to be a part of that experience and therefore they're likely to come back to you, purchase that and just build a, a trust, a relationship with you and them. That's really great. I love how you have emphasized that it humanizes your brand. I think that oftentimes when our business owners are like, oh, well, I just, I'm fixing roofs and I'm fixing teeth. I'm, I'm doing that. I'm just like their dentist, but <laughs> you want to build those relationships with people. You want to be able to trust them and know them. And I think it allows for both of you to have a better relationship and then also for you to have continued clients and referrals from them. Yeah, exactly. You want it to be fun and relatable. Like, let's say oh, you were a dentist or you know, the owner of a dentist's office. You know, you want to talk about like, I don't like the dentist that much. Nobody, I think, likes the dentist having, you know, to open your mouth and the pain and, and stuff like that if you have a cavity. But if you make it fun, you relate to people. Oh, you know, we don't like it either. Or just somehow spin it in a positive way or, you know, and and be kind of quirky about it. That can allow people to be like, oh, my God, like this is hilarious. They've got, a you know, a great you know, live video or, you know, they're really good on social and it just, you know, they making it a personality rather than just going to the dentist, you make it seem almost fun and just like you're going to see a friend and it maybe relaxes them a little bit more. I mean, there's so many different ways that businesses can use live video and social in general just to make them more relatable, more trustworthy, and just people will kind of really like that, you know, showing empathy with them. So what do you think it is that our boring business can do to get started with live streaming? So live streaming, so I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Um, and when I first was doing live video, um, I wanted everything to be perfect. The lighting, just what we were doing. And it was almost for me when I was doing it, I was making it too overly produced. Um, and I realized, you know, I it was taking me a while to actually go live because I was waiting for this to be perfect, that to be perfect. And I know personally going live, you want to make sure you look great, you sound great, you know, and, and all that stuff is really good and it's important, you know, lighting, all that stuff. But if you wait for everything to be perfect, then you're never going to go live. And that's something I've learned um, as a perfectionist. And so uh, we've done a lot of lives, especially during storm coverage, kind of forces you to just when you got to go live with breaking information, you go live. And so um, I think for any business, you want to make sure you have a plan. You want to know what your goals are going to be, um, you know, the end game before you even start. Um, I think consistency, doing it alive maybe every Monday or every Wednesday so people know to go back to that or look forward to that um, is something that's very important too. But you want to make sure you understand how you measure success and what your goals are before you even start. And then once you do that, you want to make sure you have the right equipment to do that. And Iographer has great equipment. Um, I've fallen in love, first of all, with Iographer's backpack because I use it every day instead of my purse. And it also doubles as a really good diaper bag if you have little kids. Um, but, 
but they have everything you need to get started to go live from anywhere, which is amazing, whether it's your desktop or you can take it along with you and go outside and, um, you know, they're, they're fantastic with their products and what they have. Very cool. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about iographer since that seems to be the tools that you like to use, um, for live streaming. Um, yes. And so this is for me personally. Um, and actually Brian Fanzo got me into this. Um, he's the owner um, of iSocial Fans. And if you use iSocial Fans at checkout, you actually get a 20% off your order, which is a really good deal. Um, but for it's me, really good deal. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge deal because they're all of their products are fantastic. But for me, when I'm going live, first of all, you want a tripod, especially if it's just you doing it yourself um, and you don't have someone else to help hold the camera or anything like that. You can order one of their amazing tripods. But what I like um, for you know what we've been doing at the Weather Channel and even on my own is I like having an actual kind of mobile phone case, which kind of gives me a little bit better of a grip. And so when I'm moving around doing different things, I'm not holding a tiny phone. It makes it steadier. And they also have wide angle lenses, which allows people to see a wider view. And like for me personally, it's the weather. We want people to see as much of it as possible. So we'll use a wide angle lens. And also on that mobile um, uh, kind of holder for your phone, which actually is for an iPhone and a Samsung and a Pixel, you can attach different lighting equipments and also like a shotgun mic. Um, so you can make the sound and quality of your video even better. But I, I just, I love holding um, onto that, especially during random lives, especially uh, during severe weather and that sort of a thing, it keeps holding it steady. Um, and so it's, it's just perfect for um, anyone, no matter what you're going live for, what your business is, you know, especially for the weather, it's, it's critically important. We're in, you know, crazy conditions outside with the weather and everything. Um, but even if you're in your office, I mean, it's perfect equipment um, and it's really good quality. So now you're talking about going live on the go with these tools. Like that's what these tools are for mainly. Well, so they are for on the go, but also for um, stationary in your office too, because you can set up the tripod and with that kind of mobile phone holder that you have, that fits on the tripod. And that way, if you have bad lighting in your office, you can attach a light that they have. And also if you want, you know, better sound quality, you can also attach a microphone. So it's perfect for on the go, which I mainly use it for, but also it's perfect from, you know, your office as well. It's perfect for anything. And the great thing, if you get it just for your office, if you want to do something on the go, if you're going to a conference or traveling or something like that, it's perfect to take along with you with the biographer backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're, you're hustling for these guys. So I remember I when I first heard you on the social media, social hour, you um, were using beast, like the beast gear. Yeah. Well, and so um, there are beast script pros are really good too. Um, basically I'm a fan of any kind of mobile phone case because it gives you just more uh, surface area to hold on to rather than the tiny phone. Um, it just allows for a more steady uh, video experience. So, it, I mean, they're all great. Um, I've just kind of fallen more in love with iographer personally um, lately. Um, so, but they're all really good. So now, and the subject too of all this gear and stuff, um, <laughs> I'm guessing that all, you need to be going, obviously for live streaming, you have to have the internet. So whatever device you're going to be using, you want to be having a good internet connection 
and streaming, what have you found for making sure that you're not like having a lot of drop-offs and drop-outs? Like I know for me in my own home studio, I've like rigged my whole house so that like I'm literally like three feet from my modem and I'm connected to the ethernet, but <laughs> sometimes it's not always as, as possible. So like, what do you suggest to make sure that we don't have connectivity issues? So one thing I always do before I go live is I will check the audio and I will also check the internet, the signal. Um, if I have, if it's showing three bars, I start to get a little bit nervous because I've had lives drop with just three bars because you're using so much bandwidth. Um, and there's different areas within the office that have really strong internet and then also some that don't. And we've had Facebook lives or any live video that's actually dropped. And so that's the number one thing I check is wherever I'm, if I'm gonna be moving around or stationary, I go in all the spots where the live video is going to be and test that internet signal. And so it may be different for, you know, different providers and everything like that. But once it gets to three, especially two bars, I start to get a little nervous and try and figure out a better way for me to get a better signal. But also the sound, you wanna make sure the sound is turned up on your phone when you're doing a live as well, because um, I've had some issues where just the sound quality isn't good yet people commenting the sound and it just it makes the live that much more stressful and you don't want to start off with you know not having sound issues in the beginning or in the middle of it getting dropped because of the internet and one side note about if you are dropped because of just poor internet or you just didn't realize it go back like once you find better internet get back on and just be like hey guys you know i had a problem with the internet and admit it rather than just bypass it because people um you know understand that kind of thing we all have technological issues so i think one of the best things if you do have a problem is just be like hey guys we're having some technical problems and go from there i i remember um when i did local tv i had a news director that always wanted if we had internet issues or computer issues on camera he was like you know wanted us to hide them and i think people are more like oh, okay you know i have issues too sometimes and so that that's one little thing that i think people really appreciate Sorry, I'm shuffling around the background. I wanted to <laughs> show some gear here, guys, so you guys knew what she was talking about when it came to mics. So <laughs> these are just mics you can like plug into um, your phone. And then for you guys listening, what I have are it's a Rode mic that you use specifically for your phone. It plugs right into like the headphone jack, and then or you can get like a lapel mic that plug again. It plugs right into your headphone jack so that you don't ever have to worry about not being heard. And I would think that with weather channel because you guys would deal with a lot of like you use like crazy winds and hail and loud things that you need to make sure you can really hear your meteorologists so and and a random thing on that really quick desiree we've tried everything we've tried the lapel mics you know we've tried the road mics the funny thing is with the iphone the sound on just from the pure iphone sounds better i found without anything else and oh, we've wow. done it isn't that crazy though? Cause we've done lives with crazy wind, crazy rain, all that stuff. And majority of the time it sounds better with the, the, just the sound from the phone itself. Now is it a certain else. iPhone that you're using or is it just like a certain, like an iPhone eight or higher? Cause I'm an Android user. And so like, I'm an Android user. Really helped me. So, <laughs> um, uh, well, I think all the iPhones we've used, we've kind of used a, a variety of them, um, personally and professionally. Um, it all 
tends to sound better, but I test. So even before every live, I will do a quick just video, not a live video, but just video myself talking, you know, with um, you can test out the mics wherever you're at and see which one you like better with the video. That's so easy to do. You can do just three 10 second things with lapel. Um, you know, a shotgun mic and then just the regular audio that you get from the phone and see which one sounds better and which one you like. We've talked a lot about sound. So you think it's more important that people can hear you versus see you? Like that's like the number one priority? I would say, well, both are very important. Um, and I had no idea how important lighting was until I started doing live video and doing a couple where like in parts of like the office or wherever I was, was just kind of dark. And it just, I, I realized when I see live video and I'm watching it, it's so much more attractive and thumb stopping when there's really good lighting because people are like, oh my gosh, wow. And so I think being able to see clearly with good lighting and audio is really important because if the audio is like, you know, if you can barely hear it, I'm going to listen to it maybe for 30 seconds and be like, okay, this is frustrating. I can't hear it. I'm just going to move on to something else. <laughs> awesome. So if you guys are just joining us right now today, we are talking with Jennifer Watson about how you can be using live streaming to build quality connections with your customers. Make sure you guys type five now in the comment section below so that you guys can get resources to help grow your boring business and help it stand out in that cluttered newsfeed. So what are some other things that we should be aware of when we're doing our live streamings from our more boring businesses? Um, I presume that a lot of people will be doing their live streams probably like in their office or have like a set spot that they would be doing them. But what are some other things that people should be aware of besides being seen, being heard and making sure your net connection is good? Um, I think if you want, um, I would say for any brand, having your logo somewhere in um, the background behind you is kind of important. And you want it to be uh, kind of something exciting if you're also going to be walking around. I think movement in video is really good too. You don't want to force movement or just move for no reason. Um, but if you can kind of incorporate that into it, maybe, you know, walk around, introduce yourself and then, you know, talk to different people or, or workers within the company. Um, I think that's kind of intriguing and exciting too. Um, but I think the number one thing is just know what your video is going to look like. And you can even test the video um, and see what's behind you. Do you like that backdrop? Do you not like it? Is there a glare? Is there a window behind you? Just make sure you fully are aware. And no matter where you're walking to, if you are going to be moving around, um, just know what might be on camera and what might not be on camera. Just so, you know, if there's something you don't want to be on camera, it's not on camera and doesn't accidentally appear on camera. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't control the crazy guy in the background, can you? <laughs> yes. Well, no. Oh, and, and it's, you know, you just want to be aware of your surroundings um, with, with everything. Yes. Um, so what should our boring business owners be doing before and after their live streams to make sure that their live streams are successful? Um, the number one thing is, first of all, you know, you want to have that plan. Um, like before you even start lives, you know, you want to know your goals and how you measure success. But then with each individual live, you just want to make sure, okay, everyone that's involved, or if it's just you, you know, the plan, you know, the questions, you know, how you want it to go, and then make sure you test the technology, make sure you check the audio, um, you know, you visually like what the video is going to be showing and you have everything all set. Um, and if you're going to be interviewing someone on a live, they're prepped with everything too. Um, and, and during the live, I mean, you can, the fun thing is 
what I like about lives is, and you do a great job of this, Desiree, is like, you know, introducing yourself, talking to people, you know, first, but also I love the two-way street of communication where you can, people can ask questions. I like for, you know, people to ask questions and to answer questions a couple of times during the Facebook Live just to really have that true conversation. You know, I, I think that's, that is what makes live video truly unique is that people can talk directly to you, which is amazing. Um, but to make a live successful, I would say just make sure you're prepared. You test everything uh -oh, technologically. She seems to drop out a little bit. Oh, me? Let's see. Am I still there? Oh, Peggy, can you hear me? I can hear you. Weird guys, technology. <laughs> I know. We were just talking about that. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Got to keep growing. <laughs> yes, exactly. And see like that, how that just happened and we're still going to go. But I think uh, making sure you got the plan um, and if different people are going to be on your live, um, they know the plan, they're prepared, testing technology, and then just go live and just, you know what? It may not go perfectly like the way you wanted to. It may go even better than you ever expected. You know, just live video is live video. You can't predict it, you know, but just, you know, if, you know, you misstep or, you know, you know, forget what you wanted to say or misspeak, it's okay, just correct yourself, you know, no one's perfect. And that's what, like, even in my local meteorology days when I did the weather locally and you like misspoke, well, you just correct yourself. That's your human, that's what you do. Well, and the whole point is to build relatability through humanization. So yes. knowing that we're all fallible and that we say, um, or technology doesn't break or something happens, like my kids walk in or something, like that just makes it all that much more relatable, that's for sure. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing for everyone, um, no matter your big or small business, is with live video, you wanna create unique and exclusive content that gives your fans, your consumers, the ability to engage in a two-way conversation with you and immerses them in your brand, really understanding what your brand stands for. Um, and that way, when people feel like they're part of the conversation or you know, part of you uh, creating a new service or, or they feel part of anything, they're more likely to engage with you and they're also more likely to buy your products or your service. That's wonderful. One of the things that we didn't talk about is what should we be doing with our live streams after they're live? So like when we're doing our, our playbacks or the replays, what should we be doing as business owners to make sure that um, we're not missing out on those opportunities to connect with our followers and our fans? So for me, um, when I'm doing a live video, and it's hard if you're doing this solo, um, but if there's two people, I will pin a comment at the top with a question to help drive conversation. Um, and then when people ask questions during it, if you know it's they're not all getting answered because you're not going to be able to answer all of them sometimes, after um, the live is done, go back and answer those questions personally. I think that's really important because people are like, okay, they didn't have time during the live, but afterward, you know, they actually took the time to answer my questions. Um, and something uh, that Brian Fanzo, who's really good at live video, um, he has said, and I think is so important is you can use that video. You can download that video and chunk it up into, you know, five, you know, separate videos or three separate videos and use that as content on different social media platforms, which is like the smartest thing in the world. So yes, you do a live video, but you can chop that up into different pieces and spread that everywhere. Um, so I think always making sure you answer the questions, follow up with everything. Um, and, you know, 
see how many ways that you can actually utilize that same video for other things as well. Um, I think it's kind of important. Well, you jumped the gun on my question, which was how can else can we use our live streams? I, love <laughs> that, I think of that transition as well. Cause I, I use, this is a, a live show and we make it into a podcast and also goes up on the YouTube channel yeah. and also goes up on the blog. So I think that the, it allows for you to create your content really easily and then you can keep reusing it, whether you're doing it yourself or you have someone on your team that's helping to, for you to keep repurposing that content on a week to week basis. Yeah, exactly. See, you're doing it perfectly. And I mean, it's just, just, I think live video is fun and it should be fun. It shouldn't be, you know, stressed over. Yes, you want to be prepared, but just think of it as just a really cool way of people getting to know the brand um, and, you know, people behind the brand. I think that's just the coolest thing about it. And it can just, it's going to build a community and that's what you want. Um, and it builds relatability and trust. And I just don't think there's any way you can really go wrong with live video. So. Well, I think that that is an excellent way to wrap up today's show. Jen, <laughs> how would you like for our listeners to follow you on social? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at jwatson underscore wx, uh, Instagram, uh, Jennifer Weather, um, Facebook. Uh, you can do, you can actually follow me personally, Jennifer Ost, A-S-T. Watson was a stage name when I used to be on camera. So <laughs> I have, I, I juggle a couple different last names, um, but those are the best places to find me. No, I totally understand that. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast was presented by All-in-One Social Media.